0: You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, happy Monday, everyone, and uh, thanks for joining me for another week as we pursue God together. I want to use the next three days to kind of help shift our hearts and minds for Thanksgiving into a vertical position, a, a position that allows us to have a spirit of thankfulness and gratitude to to, to truly grip our hearts, not just for this Thursday, but as a lifestyle that permeates in and through us. And, and just a heads up, we're gonna take a break from the podcast this Thursday through next Tuesday. So we'll jump back a week from Wednesday. Hey, when I was in the sixth grade, we were having our PE class one day and we were playing a game and it became very obvious to me and several members of the team I was playing on that the other team wasn't playing fair. And our sixth grade teacher, Mr. Thompson, was letting them get by with it. So we ran up to him and we said, Mr. Thompson, Mr. Thompson, it's not fair. It's not fair. They're not playing by the rules. Well, Mr. Thompson's perspective was far different than our perspective. And he said, you don't like my officiating? Uh, Then you don't have to put up with it. And for the next few days, while the rest of us are in PE class, he said, playing games, you can stay in the classroom, and you can write out by hand one thousand times. I complain question mark. <laughs> well, suddenly, Mister Thompson's officiating didn't look quite so bad. But it was too late. For the next three days, several of us wrote over and over again. I complain question mark. I complain. That's a good question. Do you complain? Do Do people think of you as a complainer? You know, complaining has become one of the great American pastimes. We. We are hard people to satisfy. We, we've received more blessings from the hand of God than any other people in the history of the world, but we've become so accustomed to such a high standard of living that we're kind of spoiled. I mean, We have such an unrealistic view of what life is supposed to be like that we not only take what we have for granted, but we feel cheated when life is less than perfect and we complain and we grumble all the time. You know, the children of Israel help us see this is an important issue. First Corinthians 6 says, now these things occurred as examples to keep us from setting our hearts on evil things as they did. And now in the following verses, Paul talks about how they set their hearts on evil things like idolatry and sexual immorality. And we can understand why those things are considered evil. But listen to this in verse 10, Paul continues, Do not grumble as some of them did and were killed by the destroying angel. These things happened to them as examples and were written down as warnings for us. You see, the Israelites almost became obsessed with complaining. In fact, their complaining was so bad that of the 2.5 million, 2.5 million Israelites that escaped slavery in Egypt, only two, not two million, two guys from the original number made it to the promised land. The Israelites had experienced God's blessing in so many dramatic ways. After only being in the wilderness three days, they came to the Red Sea with the Egyptians in pursuit and they thought they were goners. But God miraculously parted the waters and they went through. And then God unparted the waters and drowned the Egyptians. And they experienced the miracle of a great cloud to guide them by day and a pillar of fire by night, kind of like the, the GPS of the day. And just a few days earlier, the death angel had passed over their homes while killing the firstborn child in every Egyptian family. So these people had just been miraculously released from 400 years of slavery. And you would think they'd be like the most appreciative, positive, grateful people in the history of the world, wouldn't you? But within a few days of leaving Egypt, they were complaining because the water they had to drink was bitter now, it's obvious they, they had a lot of growing and maturing to do, and I think this is one of the reasons we're not more grateful. We're probably just, you know, we hate to admit it, spiritually immature. And when we grumble, it's an indication we haven't learned yet to trust God, to ultimately provide, and to see us through the tough times. Evidently, the desert was a little harder than the Israelites expected it to be. But God was patient with them, and he met their needs. And after they complained in Exodus chapter 15... God miraculously turned their bitter water into sweet water. There's a tombstone that reads, Here lies Edward Jacobs. He lived to a gripe old age. (laughs) Sound like any family members? I bet his family was sorry to see him go. Friends, the truth is, most of our complaining and grumbling is an expression of ingratitude. We, We just take so much for granted. And so as we approach a day of thanks this week, I want you to see that what the Bible calls grumbling is a sin. And maybe Thanksgiving 2021 is a good time for us to face that sin. Stop taking what we have for granted and recapture a heart of gratitude. God, open our eyes, open our eyes, open our eyes, not to focus on what we don't have, but what we do have. You have blessed us in so many ways, relationally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. Our needs are met and we're grateful. Help us to be the most grateful people on the earth because of Jesus Christ and what he has done for us. And I ask it in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, see you back here Tuesday and Wednesday as we get ready for Thanksgiving.